It's the Pinky the Pig Show. Okay, it's me, it's Pinky the Pig, and it's time for our podcast show, and we can listen, laugh, and learn with Pinky the Pig and Mildred the Cow, and my excellent friend Mildred is here right now. Hi, Pinky. Of course, I'm here. I know. How are you, Mildred? I'm great. How are you, Pinky? I'm great. Now, Mildred, what was that? I don't know. What was that? I think my stomach growled. Your stomach is growling? Did Did, did you not have breakfast? No, I had breakfast. Well... Is it almost time for lunch? Oh, I don't know. Almost. Well, what are you gonna? Are you gonna have a BLT? No, Dad. No, oh, sorry. No, I'll just probably have a salad and you know maybe some corn. Yeah, but you know, Pinky. Um, sometimes if you get air in your stomach, that that that'll make it growl. Well, and you know, you get air in your stomach if you were if you t- are talking. While you're eating, were, were you talking at breakfast? Well, probably, you think? Yeah, that, that's probably all it is. Yeah. But, you know, Mildred, Farmer Tommy said some people think that a cow has four stomachs or seven stomachs or something, but it's just a fallacy. A fallacy? Well, that's when you think something's true, but it's really not a fallacy. You don't have seven stomachs. Nor do we have four stomachs. No, I just have one stomach, but it has four separate chambers, little rooms, sections in my stomach. Yeah, you have four sections, but you just have the one stomach. Correct. And I just have one... My stomach is very similar to the human's, I'll have you know. Okay. Because I do not chew... My cud, like you do. You have a problem with me chewing my cud? No, sorry. Well, that's what cows do. I mean, that's what we do. We chew, and then then we swallow, and then we, you know, we get it again and chew some more. Yeah, that's why you have four compartments in your stomach. Right. No, just like the sheep and a, and a, uh. What else has more than one compartment? Well, like you said, the sheep, also goats, uh, buffalo, and deer. They digest their food that way with their stomach also. Right, Mildred. And I believe also the moose and the elk and the we said the sheep, the sheep and the goats. Right. And these are ruminant animals. That's the term, ruminant that means they have four compartments in their stomach. Right. But the humans just have the one. And, you know, same as horses. Some people think the horses just because they eat grass to have a ruminant animal, but they're not. Correct. Horses, pigs, chickens, dogs, cats, lions, chimpanzee, you all have just the one stomach. Mm-hmm. But we... 
ruminant animals, we have a very unique digestive system. So we can handle, you know, the cellulose that other animals, including humans, that they cannot properly digest. How about that? But, and what about, okay, that's four sections. Correct. And then there's another group of animals. They have three sections, three compartments, and that's the camelids. Oh, the camelids. The camels. Very good. And speaking of lids, you didn't see their eyelashes? All right. We did a podcast on camels. Yeah, it was what number? That was episode 102. Yeah. And then one camel, sometimes they have one hump or two hump, and I actually found one that had a three-humped camel. I know. But anyway, okay, so the camels have three compartments in their stomachs. Right, and the camelids, that also includes llamas and alpacas. Oh, they have three compartments too. We did another podcast on the llamas and, llamas and alpacas. But actually, Mildred, I think it's pronounced alpacas. Oh, I think you're right, alpaca. But both are accepted. Just like the word herb and herb, you know, they're both accepted. Martha Stewart said said so. And, you know, Lady Lynette knows her. Yeah, I know. So you can say alpaca, alpaca, herb, herb, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Okay. But yeah, that podcast on the llamas and alpacas was adorable. Yeah, we did that podcast. Yes, we did. We invite our listeners to go back and listen to any episode at any time. Yeah, cool. Okay, so, but you know, the stomach is a very, very sensitive organ. Correct. Like Lady Lynette says sometimes, she'll say something and she'll go, can you stomach this? Oh, can you stomach it? In other words, can you swallow it? Yeah, can you swallow it? I don't know. I don't... There are certain things I do not want to swallow. Well, okay. But anyway, Pinky, uh, for your information... Oh, yeah, that's when you say F-Y-I. For starts with an F. Your starts with a Y. Information starts with an I. F-Y-I. For your information. Yes. Um... The podcast that... No, I forget what I was going to say. Sorry. Oh, the podcast on llamas and alpacas. Alpacas. Yeah, that's better. That was episode 189. Okay, cool. So is is your stomach still growling, Pinky? No, no, it stops. Uh, are you hungry, though? Yeah, I'm getting a little bit hungry. You know, I have a bit of an appetite. Right, but, you know, we can have an appetite for other things besides food. Well, yeah, you, we can have an appetite for love and music and dancing and nature. That's right. Okay, well, that's great because we've got a beautiful poem here. It is anonymous. That's okay. And there's quite a few big words in here, Pinky. That's okay. I'm used to it. I, you know, I just keep listening and I kind of get the gist of it. And then I learn the words eventually. Right. Okay. Very good. And the title is Wedding Appetite for Love. Okay. 
in order to whet appetite for food, all that was required was the tantalizing scent of heavenly corn. In order to whet appetite for the morning, all that was required was the boisterously bubbly chirp of the melodious cuckoo bird. In order to whet appetite for beauty, all that was required was a ravishingly seductive breeze which transcited you into an infinite stupor above the clouds. In order to whet appetite for fantasy, all that was required was a fabulously gorgeous valley inundated with fireballs of mystical enchantment. In order to whet appetite for farming, all that was required was fathomless acres of ravenously pristine soil, a rhapsodic festoon of clouds deluging the horizons with stupendous mysticism. In order to whet appetite for adventure, all that was required was boundless kilometers of undulating terrain, the insatiable titillating waves of the poignantly gorgeous ocean. In order to whet appetite for study, all that was required was an unparalleled ambition which had nowhere else but the ingratiating, mesmerizing corridors of paradise to go. And... In order to whet appetite for cleanliness, all that was required was the unsurmountably rejuvenating sheet of silken stars, a harmoniously captivating universe. Yeah, I mean, that was beautiful. There's a lot of big words in there. I'm pretty hungry right now after listening to that. Well, did did you enjoy it? No, I did. It was fabulous. It was positively beautiful. I might have to listen to it again, though. That would be fun. Okay, talk to you tomorrow. I love you. I love you.